Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Beacon Arts Podcast. I'm Bryce Bible. I'm the new digital producer here at the Daily Beacon, and I'm very excited to bring you some Tennessee arts. I'm Dina Baker, and I'm a junior at UT. Uh, my name is Allie Klaus, and I'm the arts and culture editor for the Beacon. So as you guys probably know if you're watching this, uh, we will be releasing every Wednesday. So be sure to stay tuned, subscribe to us on Google Play and iTunes. Um, but let's get right into it. So uh, today, some of us actually came from there, uh, was the annual Knoxville Asian Festival. So have, have either of you gone to that before? Yeah, I actually went today. Yeah. Did you get any food or anything? I didn't. The lines were really long, but yeah. um, it smelled really good. It's worth it, though. Like I was, I was standing in line for a, um, like a tea, and there was like a group of Japanese people yelling at me like, hey, we don't have a line because nobody saw their booth there. So I got oh sushi gosh. there. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, have you guys seen any of the performer, performers there before? Yeah, I mean, I saw the MTSU uh, Chinese mm. Music Ensemble. They were really great. Yeah, they're they're really talented performers. Have you seen anything there before? I haven't been to the Asian one. Um, I went to the, there's like a Hispanic hmm. uh, festival that I went to, and I know the German one is coming up. So. Really? Mm. I didn't know they had other multicultural festivals there. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, so... What else has been going on lately? What do you guys, what have you brought? Well, we've been wanting to talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor and, Swift. Uh, <laughs> the Good recent serious. drama that's been going on. Um, so, I don't know. I realized that it was really easy for me to, like, hate Taylor Swift based on, like, memes I saw about her. So, <laughs> I decided to do my research and just get, you know, the facts and decide what opinion should I have based on what actually happened. So, I kind of got, like... Her entire career from, like, beginning to end. <laughs> um, and I realized that, you know, she kind of, like... Well, okay, this whole started in, like, 2009 VMAs. You, you guys remember when uh, Kanye West grabbed the yes. microphone over? <laughs> yeah, so, and he was like, oh, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce actually had the best music video. And so it was really interesting how he said that and what he justified it with. Um, he said that he was like a soldier for the culture. And I think what he was getting at is that there is like an underrepresentation of uh, people of color in the arts. And mm. so, you know, in his mind, I think he was working towards a noble cause when he, when he said that, even though, you know, he interrupted somebody on stage. Yeah. Um, it's a tricky line because yeah. if you have a cause, oftentimes it will make someone really mad, even if it is a valid mm. cause. You know, either way, yeah. you, can, you can have some problems with that. Yeah, and then there was a whole deal like a couple years later in uh, 2016 when he released his album Life of Pablo. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was listening to the album on a loop for like four months after it came out. But um, there was that one line in the song where I think you all know it. Yeah, yeah in, in the song in Famous. famous. Should, I yeah. say it? <laughs> Should I say uh, the line? You can if we have to cut it out. That's yeah. that's uh, okay. Well, it goes like this. Um, Sing it, it goes for us, like Dina. this. <laughs> Get it, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous. Um, and, you know, obviously she got offended at it. I think anybody would have gotten offended. That's a reasonable. Um, yeah. Based on what she said back then is that she didn't know about the line. And this whole, you know, it went on for a really long time. Kanye got a lot of backlash for it. Um, then his wife kind of, mm -hmm. I think, in an attempt to you know, relieve some of the backlash. She actually released a video, which was proof that Taylor Swift actually had knowledge of the line. Oh, yeah, and that so, leaked phone call, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he actually, like, said the entire line to her on the phone. 
Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I think cool. it's cool. Okay. It's pretty. <laughs> yeah. She, she totally approved cool. it. And um, so I guess uh, based on everything, you know, I, I found out, I think, you know, Taylor might not be the best person, but at the end of the day, I think you can still, you can still yeah. enjoy the art without liking the artist. Conclusion. I agree. Yeah. We hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, off, going off that, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift just released uh, Look What You Made Me Do, and there was a lot of drama surrounding that before and after because she released like a 10-second snake video that everyone saw mm. um, on social media, and then everyone's like, oh, like, Dark Taylor is coming, and people were super excited. Um, she released it, and I don't think it was what people were expecting. Right. Mm-hmm. Did and she then, also delete all her social media accounts? Yeah. Did she? That's, I don't understand. It was really so, weird. So, like, how many followers does she have now after, like, deleting her oh, account? I don't think I she wonder. lost any. Oh. She's Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. That's why I was then, famous. Uh, then the uh, music video came out, and the whole cultural appropriation with her copying Lemonade um, came up. So it's kind of, like, full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit ironic because yeah. I guess Kanye was mad that, you know, the white woman won the award and he thought mm. you know it's not that the video was necessarily bad you know taylor's video i think he was just mad that you know we these people have won before you know where are yeah. the people of color where's their recognition yeah um and it's just funny it's just ironic that her video ended up emulating beyonce's video huh and, you know, well, it's interesting to see where this will go. I think we'll have yeah. to check back in with the situation here in a few weeks uh, <laughs> once some new developments happen, because it's happening as we speak. Yes, I mean, stuff that's, that's going on. Uh, but to, uh, to, to pull back to a little bit more local, do you guys ever go to shows at the Clarence Brown Theater? No. You've never <laughs> gone to a show? Well, you, I went to I a play been. a long time ago. Okay. I went to a play. What, do you know what play? No, it was so long ago. It was for a class in high school. If you have never been to a show at the Clarence Brown Theater... Uh, this goes for all UT students. Um, you can get free tickets to the preview showings. So I believe those are Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, the, the first one is in like three days. It's this coming Wednesday. Uh, you just go up to the box office, say you'd like a, a ticket to the, the preview show, and they just hand you a free ticket. Um, and for every other showing except the opening night, it's $5 for tickets. So I would highly recommend going. The show that they're doing on Wednesday is called uh, Peter and the Star Catcher. So it's actually sort of a backstory to Peter Pan. It's the story of how an orphan boy became Peter Pan. Now, I saw Peter Pan here in Knoxville when I was like four or five with my great aunt. And I'm really excited to have something that ties into that coming back. Um, and one of the lead roles, I think, what's his name? Smith, Smitty? The little pirate guy from Peter oh, Pan? Smee. Oh, Smee. yeah. Smee. Yeah, well, okay. That. Uh, he's being played by David Bryan Alley. Now, if you guys haven't gone to the Clarence Brown, then he won't. his name won't mean anything to you. But he has been in just about every show at the Clarence Brown as long as I've been going. And he is a super talented guy. So to all UT students and anybody that's not a UT student, if you can make it to a Clarence Brown show, definitely do. Like, you guys should come and we should, we should like, talk about it next week, what we thought because I'm going. I got my tickets already. And if you guys aren't there, I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'll be ashamed. So you better be there. But uh, what else has been going on this week? Um, I mean, well, so I've been wanting to talk about how Sofia Coppola, who she has a movie out in theaters right now. It's called The Beguiled. Um, it actually won, uh, she won the award for Best Director at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And so I want to talk about how I've noticed in a lot of her movies that she's kind of subtly feminist. Hmm. Um, and subtle is a word that film critics love to use, but right. um, it's a really cool film technique. Where she, okay, so the first time she's ever done this is in The Virgin Suicides, which was her first movie, I think. It's based off of a book written by Jeffrey Eugenides. Um, it's basically just a narration of, of uh, you know, a story where these five sisters decided to kill themselves, and it's kind of... Mm, it's kind of um, dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's a very um, youthful story, but... Um, youthful and suicide. Huh. I mean, it's, it's kind of like an <laughs> attempt to understand why. It happened. Okay. And so the book, I think, um, in the book, you know, it's narrated by the teenage boys that live in their neighborhood. And I think hmm. that um, it, the book kind of gives off the point of view that the girls were docile and, and they didn't have their own thoughts. Right. And I think Sophia, in the movie, she turned this around by um, answering the question, subtly answering it, as, why did they kill themselves? And it was because, you know, their hmm. parents were very... Um, conservative and it was right. almost as if it wasn't just the neighborhood boys that were sexualizing these girls it was mm -hmm. their own parents oh. and for that reason you know um, right. and I think she was trying to justify the women in the story and that's what she does in a lot of her movies she justifies yeah. the women um, second time I noticed this was in Marie Antoinette which uh, is a movie um, about Marie Antoinette who was the wife of King Louis the 16th in France oh. and uh, the movie is about you know from when she marries into the French throne Ooh. Um, up until the like early France. stages of the French Revolution. Yeah, and so Marie Antoinette, you know, in history, everyone hated her. Everyone blamed her for the fall of France and for the poverty and the hunger. It's all that and cake think, she was eating. Man. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know if that actually happened. <laughs> but um, I think in Sophia's movie, she really tried to, you know, get into the real reason why Marie Antoinette, you know, was a lavish spender, and she really, like, examined the fact that, you know, she was forced to leave home early, right. and, uh, you know, she had to leave everything from her home behind, um, and so, you know, leaving her family behind, it really caused a lot of emotional grief on her, and that was kind of the reason why she took to spending so much, and hmm. um, to, you know, to those irresponsible habits that resulted in, in the poverty in France, and so... Um, the third movie that she does this in is in The Beguiled, which is in theaters okay. right now. It's mm -hmm. a, it was originally a movie that came out in the 70s. Um, and it, it's about, you know, these women who go to, who were in a school, um, and it's during the Civil War, and they find, like, a soldier from the opposing side in the woods, and they take him mm -hmm. in. And the movie in the 70s really, like, portrays these women as crazy, and they end up, like, killing the guy that <laughs> they took in. Mm -hmm. um, and Sophia's movie, she really, she doesn't retell the story, like, in any inaccurate way. Right. She keeps the facts, but she tells it in a way that um, justifies the women, how she, like, portrays it as in... She's not, like, an angry feminist. Um, so, like, in a way, so, she's taking, like, a known story and sort of changing it, but just through the subtleties of the story. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She, That's really cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I like that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see, like, a new depth added to something that you're already at least somewhat familiar with. Mm, yeah, that's, that's cool, true. very cool. Yeah. So, um, what else? Um, so also this week and Friday, um, lots of new music was released. I feel like everyone mm. who like had music just released on the same day, all at the same time. Um, so you had Taylor Swift's new song. Um, there was two. There was a new album from Lil Uzi Vert. There was a new album from XXX 
Tentacion. Um, and oh, then no. uh, ASAP Mob. Um, they all release their own albums. Hmm. Um, have you listened to them? I have listened to them. They're like I've listened to every part of yeah, every album. Huh. Very long. Um, very different right. than what they were expected to be. Right, totally um, different like, Especially um, XXX. His album this time was expected to be like if you've heard any of his songs, they're just right. almost really angry. Kind of <laughs> well, with a name like you, that. <laughs> kind of rap. Um, I mean, which isn't bad. He had like a couple of good mm-hmm. songs, um, you know, party songs. But then this entire album, it actually starts off with um, the first, the, I guess the intro is the um, explanation. Mm-hmm. And it's just him talking. And he's like, hey, that's, this is my album. It's like artsy. really personal. And uh, like that, like, like that concert that Kanye West just stopped yeah, at, just started really talking deep on stage, and really personal. And he was like, "I hope you enjoy." It. And then that's kind of the end of that. And then it goes into um, the album, which is I don't know everything, almost everything bad. It's very dark and gloomy. <laughs> I like it. I'm sensing um, a pattern in today's episode of <laughs> yeah. violence and gloom. Yeah, that was this week. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's this year, arguably. Yeah, and then um, so his album. Very different than what was expected. Uh, Lil mm. Uzi Vert was kind of the same, not really. His album mm. was expected to be at least somewhat upbeat. Most of the songs weren't slow, but they just weren't. Yeah. They're not going to be hits or anything. Right. Um, and then ASAP Mob, of course, you have like Frank Ocean, Migos, mm-hmm. um, everyone in there. Not as good as I thought it'd be. Yeah. So. I'll have to check them out. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I have not been listening to new music lately. But perhaps well, I should. Sometimes it doesn't seem good the first time you listen. Yeah, to yeah. it takes a, a while. Yeah. yeah, you got to get used to like the style as well. If it's a totally mm. new genre, you're gonna be like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah. Right. I hear that with a lot of artists. They're, yeah. um, you know, not every album sounds the same. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see a change in a musician. Um, but on a similar um, theme, I suppose you could say, uh, today in Knoxville there was a tattoo convention. Now I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> I don't necessarily plan to get any tattoos, but they're bringing a lot of interesting stuff to Knoxville. They're having some strange events, um, actually. It's in the Knoxville Convention Center today, like uh, like a lot of events are, but have you guys ever heard of human suspension? No. It's no. as dark as it sounds. <laughs> I don't um, like it. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but they are bringing an interesting side of things uh, to Knoxville. That's a culture... Um, that is a part of Knoxville that, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of. And I had some friends that were going there. I was actually having them look to see, um, as a techie guy, something I am super interested in is biomods. Now, if you know anything about biomods, my plan is to get a chip in my hand, similar to the chip like a cat has, and a magnet in my finger, which lets me actually feel electromagnetic waves makes me kind of a superhero. Um, but I don't know, what do you guys think about that? Every, why, t- every why time... Why would you want to feel... <laughs> why not? Waves? Why not? You, um, you, can, you can sense things. I've, I've, every time I mention the chip, people start yelling at me, oh, that's like the mark of the beast and stuff like that. Oh. I don't think that's the mark <laughs> of the beast. I'm not really... That's not what I'm trying to sign up for here. Would but it, What would the purpose of yeah. it be? So the chip could sort of suffice as an ID card. So you know how you, you have your uh, UT Vol ID and you can tap it on some doors to open it? Yeah. Or you could, uh, some car keys, you just tap the keys. Yeah. I could replace the keys with my hand. Uh, so instead of having my keys stolen, I'd have my hand stolen, which... So it would work for 
everything yeah. like that. It's, uh, some people have actually used it like Apple Pay. They You can touch oh your hand. Gosh. Now, I don't know if there's anyone that was at the convention today that could do that, because sadly I wasn't able to, to look. But there there's a person in Nashville, one of the only licensed people in Tennessee that can do it. Uh, and I've been planning this for a long time, but I've never had a chance to. So if I do that, you guys will be the first to hear. But, oh, my gosh. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've gone as far as to integrate technology inside of us. There's some That's some weird insane. levels. I mean, people even put like LED lights in their arms oh, inside. I would never do that. That looks painful. Um, but anyways, so what else? What else we got? Anything new is happening? I don't know what to say after that. that I've was... scarred you permanently. <laughs> That's crazy <laughs> to think about. Well, if you want a scarred design, the tattoo convention. Wow. Mm, yeah. Is it safe? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been. Um, designed and developed actually the chip the magnet has a few more problems than the chip the chip it's sort of a needle the size of like a coffee straw mm. like a like one of those red little stirs uh but they just stick it in your hand and go and then it's in just like a cat okay. <laughs> just, like, just a cat. like a cat the yeah. magnet um the magnets had a few cases of um sort of shattering inside of people which is why i'm not as certain about that one so yeah. what would the purpose of the magnet be? So the magnet, you can feel the ferrousness of metals. <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. Um, but that means the magnet sort of vibrates when it's around something that causes the magnet to vibrate. So if I were to hold my finger next to a running microwave, I could tell if the microwave were on or off. If I were to hold it up to a metal, I could tell you what kind of metal that is. Can you look at the microwave? <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's not really necessary at all. I mean, there's there's absolutely no reason that is like pushing me to do this, except for the fact that I just want to. Well, it looks like we have something for huge it. nerds to enjoy. Yeah. Um, so, so, did you guys watch the eclipse this past week? I did. I watched it from my bedroom. What did you guys think about it? Have you ever seen an eclipse before, I guess, first no, off? No, I haven't. You watched I it from your bedroom. Have. Hold on. You didn't even go outside. I didn't even go outside. How, it's wow. The, I, I didn't even open my blinds. I just, like, cracked them enough. Where You're just like, oh, outside. yeah, it's dark, I think. It might I, just be a cloud. Well, but. I didn't have, I wasn't ready for the day at all, even though it was, like, midday. It was, like, 2 o'clock I just got out afternoon. of the shower. I still had my towel wrapped right around my head. I wasn't about to go outside. So I didn't want people to see me from the window. So I just, like, looked out the little slit. I'm ashamed. And saw it get dark for, like, a minute and then that's just that's cute i think that's that's cute. cute i mean but like you know what you yeah. do you man. i had just gone out of work and i was like running up the stairs and it turned dark while i was running up the stairs because i was trying to meet my friend to get my glasses from her and i heard the cicadas and i was like oh my gosh it was so amazing <laughs> yes. to plug ourselves um the ut daily beacon actually posted a 360 video of the eclipse so if you go to our facebook or our youtube uh, and Lake in the Sky in Maryville, Tennessee, you can see a, a beautiful 360 and look around and stuff. And some of our uh, photographers and writers have also been talking about it. So check out the website if you'd like to see more information about that. Um, it was beautiful. I did. I mean, I expected it to be pretty cool, but I didn't expect it to be like just like that. I mean, I guess if you guys inside during the eclipse. I got kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the, the dogs started howling all around I you. I saw it get dark and all the lights came on. And then I was like, is the sun going to come back out? <laughs> or <laughs> And that's why for many years for people thought the eclipse was the sign of the end of time. <laughs> oh, wow. They were just stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, so thank you guys for joining us for the very first Beacon Arts podcast. Like I said, every Wednesday, tune in. 
Um, it'll be on Google Play, it'll be on iTunes, it'll be on SoundCloud, YouTube, hopefully Facebook. We may even do some, some live podcasts sometime. Uh, if you have a suggestion for something you'd like us to talk about or something for us to check out, please send it in. Also, check out Checkerboard Chat on Mondays. Check out the UT Daily Beacons website and share us with your friends. I'm excited for a year of arts and culture. Thanks for tuning in, guys.